This is the Made It in Music Podcast, show 115. Welcome to the podcast, where we bring you tools and resources to help you go full time in music and to stay in. The music business is a roller coaster ride, changing faster than any of us can pay attention to. We all need a competitive edge to stay ahead and to stay successful. What's working, what isn't, and what's coming? That's exactly what this show is all about. Back again with Full Circle Music, the Made It in Music podcast. Hi, this is Seth Mosley, host of the Made It in Music podcast, and welcome to the special episode. We are doing a interruption. We have normally every other week, but this week we did a special episode on the Song Chaser series, and this is with Madeline McDonald, who is our very first country artist that we have signed to Full Circle Music Records, FCM Records. Very, very exciting. She is a rising star in the country music world and is just absolutely thrilled to announce her newest single that came out this past week, Well-Behaved Women. Yes, Well-Behaved Women Rarely Make History. I love that song. I love that message. It's one that I can get behind having a wife and two daughters who can do anything that they want to do. So check it out. Listen on Amazon, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you consume your music, Pandora. Just search Madeline McDonald. The song's called Well-Behaved Women. And on YouTube as well. I would love your feedback. Love your thoughts on it. And I know Madeline would as well. You can follow her at... Madeline McDonald Official on Instagram and Facebook and all those good places. That's at Madeline McDonald Official. This is a really fun episode because she's an artist who, though when you meet her and when you hear her sing, you would not know it, but she is at the very beginning stages of a country artist career. And we have the privilege of working alongside with her. Um, I actually met her uh, I guess it's been a couple of years back now at our academy boot camp. And she came to one of our uh, weekend retreats and really just stood out. It was just something about her. Obviously, the, the talent was there, the personality was there, and the persistence was there. Because, in fact, she decided to intern with us for six months after that boot camp just because she wanted to be around. She wanted to move to Nashville and be building relationships and serving. That's what I love about Madeline. She is very much an embodiment of our mentality of serve first, serve first. So listen to her story. Um, She has just got gobs of talent, is an incredible singer, and I am just so grateful that we have the opportunity to work with her. So before we jump in, this episode is brought to you by the Song Chasers course, which is, as of the time of This release coming out in less than two weeks. So for info on that, it is an A to Z commercial songwriting course. Whether you're writing country music, Christian music, pop music, rock music, or music for film and TV, this is for you. Whether you're just starting out or whether you are an expert seasoned songwriter, this is for you. And if you have a lot of problems with things like how to finish a song, how to complete a second verse, how to get the track and the music to match the feeling of the lyrics, how to write a good lyric, how to um, not write cliche songs, how to just get out of your box and just generally unstuck 
If you experience any of those things, then this will be a lifesaver for you. So for info on that, email support at fullcirclemusic.com. That's support at fullcirclemusic.com, and that's the Song Chasers commercial songwriting course. I poured a lot of work into it, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears over the course of a year, and I'd love for you to take it and see your songwriting go to the next level. Our goal is to help you make it in music as songwriters, as commercial songwriters. We know that a lot of you are maybe just doing this sort of for fun as a hobby in your bedroom, and that's great too, but for those of you who want to take it to the next level, that's why we create these opportunities and these resources and courses just like this one. So check it out. Again, email support at fullcirclemusic.com. So let's just jump into this interview with Madeline McDonald at Full Circle Music. Here with Madeline McDonald. This is an absolute honor to be sitting here with you today. You're Thank you. a rock star. I'm honored to work with you. But even more honored to just get to hang out with you today. I think we're going to write a song today, maybe. Yes, even. we are. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited. And even more excited because we have the privilege of releasing your first single, mm-hmm. September 28th, 28th, which at the time people are seeing this, it is available. It's available. Go out and so get it. Go get it. Click yeah. the, the link in the description. Yes. It's huge. Definitely. Well-behaved women. Do you want to talk about that really quick? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I... I'm just such a fan of the song because it's it's kind of like me growing up. I felt like I could never kind of say what I wanted to say. Mm. And I felt like I could never really talk about my dreams in front of a whole lot of people because they'd get shut down a lot, mm. you know. Um, and so when I wrote that with you and Marty Dotson. Yeah. Um, the, it was, the girl Marty, Marty Dotson. Marty Dotson, the girl, yes. yes. We do have to specify that. We do. Everyone does ask me that. They're like, yeah. wait, the guy or the girl? Yeah. Um, I was just so excited when you guys did bring that up. Marty was on Pinterest, which is an interesting uh, way to find titles, but I've actually taken that from her too. I have too. Right? Isn't it so helpful? (laughs) It's very helpful. It's like, this is a, they're they're all song titles. No. Yeah. You just look at the quotes and you just take a little piece from it. Yeah. I mean, I literally one day just spent an hour and a half on Pinterest. Well, I do that anyway, but spent an hour and a half on Pinterest looking at quotes just to make a list of song titles. That's that's genius. I probably I mean, should do that. Oh my gosh. It helped so much, even because the next day I went into write and I just had boom, boom, boom. That's and they picked great. yeah, one yeah. of the first three I mentioned. So so well behaved women. Yes. What is this song about? Why why do you feel passionate about putting it out? Why do you want the world to hear it? I really want the world to hear it because it's it's just about being okay with who you are, being okay with having dreams, being okay with saying what you want to say, you know, and not being afraid to talk about those dreams and talk about your goals and passions. And um, I want if I want to be talking to girls younger than me, but not even just girls. I want it girls, guys. I want it everyone, all ages, mm. because there is a point in everyone's life where I feel like we all feel a little bit intimidated by our own Mm. dreams and our own passions. And um, it's, it's taking the step over that, that can kind of get us through that and just, just hopping over it, just not even thinking about it and just taking the leap. Mm. And I want this song to do that for people. I want this song. I want you to be driving, listening to it. And you're just like, Oh my gosh, you know what? No, I am going to say that today. I am going to make that, you know, statement. And I am going to try to do this dream. Oh, I am going to call this person. And yeah, 
That's what I want. Do you have a favorite? This is, I'm putting you on the spot, but do you have a favorite <laughs> uh, lyric from the song? Mm, straighten your crown. Okay. So can that, you maybe say say the whole line for? Like, um, so it's like, stand up and straighten your crown, right? That's it's yeah. like, yeah, straighten your crown, and that's to me. I just love that line because we're all worth something. We're all worth it. You know what I mean? And so sometimes it's hard for us to remember that. And it's hard for us to um, really kind of recognize that we are worth it and recognize yeah. that we we have everything we need inside of us to make our dreams and passions come true. And so it. the kind of stand up and straighten your crown, to me, that hit me. I was like, oh, it's, awesome. it's cute, but it's also just like, yeah, girl. That's totally a hashtag. Hashtag straighten your crown. Yeah, I'm yeah. using that. You uh, use it. <laughs> Come on, Seth. I'm I got two. I got two little girls. So yeah. Or if I have a boy, be king, right? Straighten, 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 your, straighten your crown. Straighten your crown. Um, so let's jump back. I do want to touch because it, it's really, really important what you just hit on that a lot of people are intimidated by their own dreams. So yeah. I, I want to come back to that and keep that in the back of our minds. But yeah. let's jump all the way back to the beginning for you and your story. What was <laughs> the first dollar that you made in music? The first dollar that I made in music, um, so I grew up in Houston, Texas, and growing up in Houston, um, I pretty much always knew that I wanted to do music. I knew that music was what I wanted to be my career. Um, I didn't know how at all whatsoever, but I just knew, uh, I just kind of followed my gut taking next steps. So I guess I made my first dollar singing at Christmas parties, believe it or not, because my parents would always have me sing for their friends. I would always try to get in front of any microphones at school, high school, middle school, lower school. They always knew me for that. And um, what were you singing? I mean, just karaoke tracks. So this is what happened. So family friend, um, I took a brave leap of faith moment, which we all Mm -hmm. have to do. And this was, I guess, one of my first yeah. Leaps of faith. Yeah. Um, not feeling dumb or anything to do it, but I went to a family friend who is part of this ginormous company in mm-hmm. Houston. And I said, Do you need a Christmas singer for your holiday party? Nice. <laughs> and uh I think I mean he was just such a nice person. And I think he just saw the genuine want to yeah. just please and just how old were you? Be there. Oh, uh, I think I was 13. Yeah, I think I was 13. So, I mean, he was just like, yeah, you know what? I think we do need a singer at our holiday party. Never thought about it, but we actually do. We never thought about (laughs) it, but you know what? You're right. And you're coming to us right at the right moment. So we went there and I I told him, I said, I'll do this for free. Like I what money wasn't even on my mind. Actually, I just wanted to sing in front of people. So I went and did the holiday show at this restaurant with one speaker behind me and a little karaoke rig that I put together myself. I thought it was incredible. And um, I sang. And when I was done with the holiday party, he came up to me with a check. And I was like, what is this for? No, this is for free. Like, I'm just so grateful. And I opened it and I was like, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) Because he said, no, you're a professional now. Mm -hmm. So treat yourself like a professional and know that you're worth it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you have to uh, track that guy down and find him, thank him one of these days. I know, right? Yeah. So from then till now, Mm -hmm. obviously you're you're pursuing this really, really uh, pretty full on right now. You've you've dove completely in. When we met... Um, it's funny. I wish I had this email, uh, it, but I am going to print it out once you get your first number one and, and like mm-hmm. frame it. Uh, but 
I have this email that Madeline had been listening to our podcast and was like, I just have been loving what you guys are doing. I'm thinking of moving to Nashville. would love to potentially, you know, work with you guys or intern or something. Yeah. And I don't know how I, I, I just, it was one of those that went to my spam or I didn't look at it or see or whatever. But then like I found it probably six months ago after we had already started working. I was like, this is hilarious and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> and then you material. read it to me and I was like, whoa. <laughs> but, but you, you, you weren't ever one of these people that would just send the email and like, that was it. Oh, they didn't respond to me. I guess that was, that was, you know, no. just my luck. So you can't, I mean, you came to Nashville, you ended up coming to one of our Academy boot camps, and it's very clear, you know, at our events, it's like there, there are some people, I mean, everybody's got some creativity. That's, that's what we always encourage people. Everybody can write songs. Everybody can have some kind of way to express themselves. I do yeah. believe that. But there are some people that are meant to be doing this as their thing. They eat, sleep, breathe. It's just what they're meant to be doing. And, and you were one of those people for us that stood out. We were like, this is, this is just heads and tails just above anything that we expect. It was so good. Thank you so much. And um, so you ended up working with us for a while and mm -hmm. we ended up signing signing a development deal with you, which is what we're working on right now. Yeah. And um, so talk about the feeling of sort of transitioning and maybe making the move. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, full-time can mean any number of things. I mean, obviously, you know, in the beginning, you're, you're still kind of working odd jobs and doing whatever you can to make it work. Yeah, but, to make the money to make it work, to just to make the dream work. Yeah. I mean, that's what everyone kind of says is you have to do what you have to do. Yeah. Um, I, so like I said, I grew up in Houston, Texas. I was there my whole life. Did not move, was not anywhere else. Uh, grew up there. And um, taking the leap to Nashville was a really big thing for me. Mm -hmm. um, yes, I wanted to kind of get away. And yes, this is my future. This is my passion. And so mm -hmm. I, I knew this is where I would end up. But um, it really did take me um, sitting down, thinking to myself, it's now or never. Yeah. It's you make the choice and you make the next step mm. to follow that choice. Yeah. And so when I was at home, I told my parents, I said, guys, moving to Nashville next year. And oh my gosh, <laughs> they were crying. They were like, no, no, no. Um, but they knew it was what I wanted. So I love my parents. They were supportive of the whole thing. And when I knew that I was going to move to Nashville, I was thinking to myself, okay, well, what can I do? Okay, next step after that, I'm going to move to Nashville. What's the next step? Because I don't want, I don't really like just going into places and not knowing what I'm doing. I am, I overthink everything, which is a blessing and a curse sometimes. But I thought to myself, okay, next step, what do I do? And a friend of mine told me all about you, told me all about you guys. And basically, that's how I found out about the boot camp. That's how I found out about the podcast that I listened to. And um, I was listening to those podcasts. And one day, it was like, it just clicked. Email them. Mm. Like, email them. Ask them if you could intern or work or whatever. Just try it. And I was thinking to myself, there's no way they're going to answer me. Like, there's no way I can do this. And um yeah. And so I, I was like, but you know what? Why not? I'm going to do it. I remember telling my mom, I was like, mom, I'm going to email them and watch me. I'm going to get an internship. <laughs> she was like, okay, this is going to be your first try. Good luck. So um, I remember finding y'all's phone number in your email and I tried calling. No one answered. <laughs> uh, I tried emailing. No one really answered. Uh, I tried emailing again and yeah. then calling and then Jericho answered. He did. <laughs> he did, did answer. Um, and then long story short, I moved to Nashville 
and I signed up for the boot camp. So yeah. I knew either way, whether I was interning or working for you guys or whatever, I knew I was going to this boot camp. Mm. I mean, it was the number one thing I was looking forward to, sure. <laughs> to meet people, to get involved in Nashville, uh, which was an incredible way to do it, yeah. actually, because I met so many people. So I went to the boot camp. This was the first week I ever moved to Nashville. Um, and when I went to the boot camp, that was the first time I actually met you guys. Mm. And Jericho said to me, hey, didn't you talk about an internship? Didn't you, didn't you call me and email me about an internship? I was like, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we basically went and got donuts one morning as, a, as an interview, mm. showed up with my resume and everything. And he was like, listen, I'm more interested in like what your passion is, what you desire and where you see yourself going. And I was like, wow, okay, this is super cool. And um, so I was interning with you guys for about yeah. eight months. Yeah. And then this whole thing started happening. Well, and I got I got to hand it to you too on on just the perseverance factor. A lot of people maybe would be a month into something like that and think, oh, nothing's happening, nothing's happening. But but you you always stuck around and you kept coming back to add value. And I just remember like whether it was you know bringing cookies or helping <laughs> us with a website thing or what. You were just always like the person that was looking to serve. Thus, you were the person Thank that you, you know we're going to listen to when when Thank you. we hear when we hear music from somebody like you so it was the persistence but then the persistence on top of the the raw talent that was already there that was like game over for us and we we're like we got to work with Madeline. Thank you so much. So. I truly when I started my whole thought before even interning with you guys was I want to serve. You you talked about it at the boot camp actually mm. where where you were talking about serving like that that is the purpose mm. for everyone is to serve. I mean, no matter where you are in life, no matter what platform you're on, no matter um, what platform you're going to be on, yeah. it's, we all have to serve. And if you can't serve at the bottom, how are you supposed to serve at the top? Yeah. And um, yeah, that actually kind of changed my perspective on everything. So mm. when I was interning for you guys, um, I was not focused on my music. Yeah. I was not focused on getting you to hear my music, to be completely honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I truly was focused on how can I learn from these people because they are making an impact in people's lives. Mm. And that is what I want to do is make an impact in people's lives. So I was not even focused on sure. my stuff. Yes, I was doing it outside of it. So I would come to my internship that night I would be at a writer's round with yeah. my own music. Yes, I'd be at the internship and alongside I'd be working on my own press kits to, to talk sure. to whoever, but... Um, well, I thought it was really why. smart. And you had, uh, I don't even remember at what point in the process it was, but you even brought in like a a, a really well-made pro printed like book with oh, like... Yeah, thank you. Uh, it was actually the, probably the coolest press kit I've ever seen. Thank you. But it had like <laughs> your pictures and your bio. And then I think it even had a CD in the back of it. Yeah, it did. Which uh, that was just... You've always done things with with excellence, so it's 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 only going to go up from here. And part of that is uh, the excellence that you put into your music video for Well Behaved Women. Thank that you. Is coming out <laughs> October twelfth. October twelfth. Yeah. It. I was I was getting screenshots and videos the whole day, and it's yeah. it, it's a blast. Oh my so. gosh, was that a blast? Yeah. Oh my gosh, seriously, that was one of the most fun days. It was just so neat because everything behind that music video was pretty much made. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, all of us teamed up together to make the, pin well, should I say what's in the video? Well, yeah, no one. To make the pinatas. You can give, you can give a hint. Yeah. There, there is a pinata in it. <laughs> there are a few pinatas a in few it. Pinata, yeah. yeah. And so um, we all teamed up and we made those and we made the, 
background decorations. I customized my own outfits and it was just, I think that's, that made it so much cooler to me because yeah. I was, um, for all of you artists that yeah. are starting up just like I am, yeah. I, there was a, a certain point where I was thinking to myself, I don't have the money for all these great outfits. I don't have the money for, to buy all of these props to do everything. Um, and that, that stressed me out for a minute. Mm. Um, but once I sat down and said to myself, hold up, <laughs> I'm getting to make a music video. Yeah. Now, I don't need the money to do all of that because I, I have it in me to make the things. Like I have it in me to, to do everything I need without the money. And so I made it a challenge to myself, like, okay, I'm going to do this the best that I can. And then one day I'm going to remember making all of these props, making all of this stuff. Mm. Um, and that, that is what made it so much cooler. And I was so, I was so happy with it because I didn't just go out and buy clothes and I didn't just go out and buy props. It was, it was kind of like putting your heart and soul into everything. So I put my heart and soul into that music video. Yeah. <laughs> we all did. And that's truly what made it so special for me. Yeah. Well, you do that in everything you do. So it's, uh, people are, people are going to love it. I, Thank I already you. Know. I hope so. so. Um, let's talk a little bit about, uh, your upbringing. I want to dive into that thing that you said earlier about not being over intimidated by your dream. Mm -hmm. What did that look like for you? Was, was it people that were intimidating you? Was it like a bullying thing? Was it like, was it your family? What, where did that come from? And what were some of those things that you had to come up against? And then how did you kind of overcome those? Mm -hmm. Well, growing up, I, uh, it definitely was bullied. I went to a great lower school and uh, it, it kind of all started falling apart once I recognized that I had a gift. Mm. And that was around eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade year. And once that happened, I mean, obviously I didn't know what I was going to do with this gift. I didn't even know a songwriter was a real career mm. at the time. And uh, I just knew I wanted to do it and I knew I was passionate about it. And it seemed like everyone else around me knew that too. Mm because um, I would put things aside like sleepovers. And instead I would be writing a song, <laughs> like a horrible song that I never want anyone to hear. <laughs> um, or instead of going to, I don't know, like the after school hangout at the mall, I would be writing in my journal about my life because I thought, oh, one day it'll be a book, you know? So um, I was really bullied mm. about all of that because, and it started really getting bad in high school. Mm. Freshman year, um, I remember having my tray um, of food at lunchtime, mm. going to sit, at, sit down at the lunch table, sitting down, everyone getting up and leaving. So from that day on, I just started eating in the chapel alone. And <laughs> it was just, I was bullied because people knew that that was my passion. And I wasn't really sure why that was happening at the time. But looking back, number one, I'm grateful for it which sounds a little odd, but I'm very grateful for it because it has made me the woman that I am today. And it has made me want to be an influence for the younger me and for the girls that are younger than me um, and guys and everything. Um, but it was definitely hard at the time because growing up, I mean, you're in your teens and you don't know who you are yet. I mean, we're all still trying to figure out who we are, but um, especially in the teens, mm. you're trying to figure out who am I, what's happening. Um, people were not happy that I knew what I wanted to do and that it went 
away from the path mm. that has been paved for most people, yeah. which is high school, college, graduate, you know, get a job, get married, have yeah. a family. Yeah. Like that's the typical rule of life yeah, yeah, totally. books, you know? Yeah. Um, and I said, no, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to high school, uh, get a job in the music industry. I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to be a songwriter. And um, once I started saying those things, people were so mean. Mm. I mean, I, I remember getting Facebook messages like, you are worthless. You will never make it. And mm. I don't know who you think you are. Like, why, why are you even trying to do this? You're just fooling yourself and you look like an idiot. I mean, I would get all of those messages. Um, and it really, really hurt me at the time. It, it broke me down. And so for anyone listening that this is happening to you, it's be grateful for it. Yeah. Because just, just know, think to yourself that they, they weren't given the vision that you were given for your life. They weren't given the vision of the dream that even God has for your life. Mm. And so, um, overcoming that, was hard yet peaceful in a weird way. Um, I luckily and thankfully grew up with a lot of mentors mm -hmm. around me. Um, Paige Parks was one of my female mentors when I was a teenager and, and high school and kind of going through all this bullying. And so was Dave Williams. He was um, the first person to ever be my mentor uh, in a recording studio setting. Mm -hmm. So I would actually go to his studio almost every day after school um, and talk about the bullies. And he would teach me how to write about it. He would teach me how to sing about it um, mm. in the studio. So he was my first mentor in that way. But Paige Parks, um, she runs Paige Parks Agency in mm. Houston, Texas. She taught me how to overcome all of this mm. with integrity, um, love, most mm. most importantly, love yeah. and purity. She She taught me, Madeline, the reason why this is happening is because they see that you have a dream that you're not afraid of talking about right now. Mm. And they probably have dreams that they are afraid to talk about, that people are putting down in mm. front of them. So that's why they're putting down your own dreams. And so all of that, I mean, gosh, was she right? Yeah. Gosh, was she right? Yeah. I've gotten letters to this day from bullies. They're good yeah. people. You know, yeah. we're all, we all struggle at different times, but I've gotten letters from uh, two people specifically in the past two years that believe me, like six, seven, eight, nine years ago, uh, apologizing, yeah. saying, I saw that you were a dreamer and you were one of the nicest people, like blah, blah, blah. And yeah. so. And when you get your, when you get your first number one, you're going to get messages from probably all of them. <laughs> They'll be wanting to be, uh, of course, your best friend. And, but I, I think that's so good. And I, I don't want to gloss over that point that there's a book that we talk about a lot in, in podcasts and courses and different things, but it's one of my favorite creative books called War of Art. And he talks yeah. about it as people's resistance. And people are often in, uh, intimidated by other people who are pushing through the resistance. Yeah. And so they themselves are becoming a part of the resistance. And for a lot of times, it's even people's family and people who are like, I, I didn't chase a dream, so I'm resentful that she's going after it. Um, I think that's just a great encouragement for people to hear. So thanks for sharing yeah, that part of your of story. I just want anyone to know who has been in that position or is in that position to keep fighting for it. Yeah. Don't And also fight for it with grace. Yeah, I mean, love these people because yeah. truthfully, they have a dream too. And so, it. I mean, that was the best feeling ever to get a, I got a thank you letter from a yeah. bully. Yeah. From being nice to them, just... 
I mean, that that really changed my perspective on that whole thing as well. I was like, they thanked me yeah. when they bullied me. Why did they thank me? And my friend was like, because you were never mean back. Mm. I was like, good. Yeah. That was hard, but good. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> Let's go through the full circle five. Number one, yeah. what is your favorite book or record that you most commonly recommend to people? Ooh, favorite record. Um, I do read a lot of books, but I am, I'm just now kind of getting into the Tom Jackson book. So I will let you know how that one is, but I just started it. Uh, That one's about stage presence, which I am so excited to learn about. But my favorite record is Play On from Carrie Underwood. That is one that I definitely listened to a lot of the time when I was younger, when I was first getting started because of the stories in it. As a songwriter, I listened to that and I was like, wow, the visuals in that and just how they laid out the stories. And it, it that's literally what it was, is it was a story. It was more than just a song to me. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely say, listen to that one if you're a songwriter. It's good, it's a great record. Uh, failure, let's talk about failure. Okay. It can turn into a lesson and be a asset to you if it changes the way you think or behave or changes your perspective on something. So in that sense, do you have a favorite failure uh-oh. that you'd like to talk about? <laughs> uh-oh. I do. I don't like to talk about it, but my first no from a record label. Okay. It was a big record label. Um, and I got my first no from them. And I mean, I was I went in person and had a meeting with them. Um, and I was so excited. And you're in this dream world when you're when you don't really understand the business. And I yeah. was in that dream world kind of thing. And um, a few months later I got the letter that had the record label's name on it in the mail. I mean, I ran inside. I was like, mom, dad, open this with me. I mean, I was so excited. And then when I said, when it said, um, we're so sorry, mm. I mean, talk about screaming bloody murder. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was sad. Like yeah. I, I mean, my dad was in the other room and I screamed bloody murder and was just crying. I mean, mm. that day was over for me. Yeah. I mean, it was gone. That was definitely what, it's not a failure, but that is what I would say is one of the moments where it was like, hey, Madeline, hold on. Like, that's your first no. You're going to yeah. get so many no's it's good. <laughs> before yeah. you get a yes. So, yeah. That yeah. is so true. Uh, before you dove fully into this whole thing, which it sort of sounds like you've kind of always been fully, fully in on it, yeah. what was the number one thing that maybe held you back from just diving, going all in on music? Opinions of other people, mm. 100%. Mm. I am a people pleaser. I have always been a people pleaser. I am still trying to figure out how to get away from that. Um, But the opinions of other people, like I said, when I was bullied um, and I kept hearing people, you know, too much, too many opinions is a really bad thing. It can be really hurtful. It can be really harmful. And I was just getting too many opinions and I, I didn't know which one to listen to. And it was hard for me to listen to my own heart. So I would definitely say the opinions of others, um, that would have been what held me back. Yeah. Um, but not listening to those, gosh, I'm so much happier. I mean, listening to the right ones, that's mm. that's the key is listening to the right ones, the, the people that you know care about you and love you and, and recognize your vision like you guys. Hey, well, <laughs> it's good. Uh, what's something that's working for you right now? This is going to sound really cheesy, but can I use something cheesy? Say it. Because it's honest though. Yeah. Hey. Uh, being grateful I mean, I know that sounds really dumb, but that's so cheesy. But being grateful is really working for me right now because I, um, I'm i just getting started. There are so many people that are just so ahead of me. And thankfully um, and gratefully, I'm working with those people, like with you guys and with all these writers that I'm getting 
to write with, but sometimes you can get in your head about that and think, I'm not good enough. Oh my gosh, I'm not at that level. Oh my gosh, wait, I'm so nervous about this co-write. But if you switch that from being nervous and intimidated and I'm not good enough, I'm not blah, 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 I'm not there yet, to I get to write with these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, awesome. I get to work with these people. That's working for me. Hey, gratitude. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely love that. Uh, and the last thing, if you woke up tomorrow morning and all of this stuff collapsed, your, your let's call it your, uh, your career in music just <sighs> fell apart, imploded. Yeah. And you had to start from square one. You could do absolutely anything you want. You still have all the relationships and knowledge and experience that you have. Where would you start? Interning with you guys. <laughs> no, 100%. I'm, I'm not even joking. Serving you guys like straight up. Wow. That is my most honest answer. Well, I, I'm going to turn that around and just say serving in general. I, yeah. I, I don't serving. want this whole thing to be about us. No, but. I'm not trying to do that either, guys. Like truly, <laughs> this is just me being honest, honest answers, but serving in general. Yeah. Without serving, I... Serving humbles you. Serving makes you more grateful. Serving allows you to see, uh, for instance, I worked in a ward show, which I know we're almost done with time, but I do feel like this is a little good, a good tip. I worked in a ward show um, as a liaison and a liaison basically just helps the artist, helps everyone kind of bring their snacks, bring water, tea, whatever they want and get them on stage. Um, And I worked as a liaison and I recognized how some of the artists treated me the liaison, the no one. Mm. Um, and I thought to myself, wow, like, and they were great. It was, it was a Christian award show and mm. they, they served their liaison. And I thought to myself, they didn't really have to do that. You know what I mean? Like they didn't have to uh, ask me what my name was. They didn't have to shake my hand and give me a hug at the end and say, thank you for all your hard work, but they did. And I said to myself, wow, learning from serving is the biggest thing ever because now I know in the future how that makes me feel as a no one. Mm. I will for sure do that to everyone I work with. So good. Yeah. So obviously we talked about Well-Behaved Women. Yeah. September 28th. Yep. Which is already out. Go check it out. Go check it out. It's amazing. Music video, October 12th. Mm-hmm. How can people interact with you? Um, through Instagram, through Facebook. What's your ha- What's your handle? Um, Madeline McDonald Official. Madeline McDonald McDonald official official yes everybody write that down go everyone go write follow down. her go follow DM her she will respond <laughs> I will respond her to it. yeah I will so uh Madeline thank you so much for being here with us thank you hi this is Seth Mosley and you've been listening to the made it in music podcast produced by the full circle music company with editing help from Jordan Salamoni Head over to the show notes page for this episode that is madeitinmusic.com slash 115. That's 115. Get all the info and the links to Madeline's new song that she released, Well Behaved Women, and to her socials as well. Again, follow her at Madeline McDonald Official. And remember, email us at support at fullcirclemusic.com. If you have any questions at all about the Song Chasers course, this episode is brought to you by the Song Chasers course, an A to Z look at the commercial songwriting process. So we will see you on the fourth and final episode of the Song Chasers series next week with Matt Redman, an absolute legend. You do not want to miss that one. So stay tuned and check it out. We'll see you next week.